episode of Miss Listen Knows is powered by Trouble Sound Entertainment. Be sure to follow Trouble Sound ENT on Instagram and Twitter. Right now, they're running a special. If you buy two or more hours, you get one free. This offer expires on September 18th, so you better hurry up. Visit TroubleSoundENT.com and lock down your time before this offer expires. I don't want a Dougie. I, I just, just want, want money. money. Study, study under the understudy, the 120. Young dummies can't spar. No life, my flow tight like your pants are. You don't got a chance, Paul. Ants our community. Malachi, York, freaking see your fucking eulogy. Fuck jewelry. What jewelry? I took it from another rapper, smacking with the Tulagi. Ow! Come on, Sean Price. He don't play. And the show goes on. <laughs> Episode two of Miss Listen Knows. Last week was so great. I got such great feedback after I dropped my first episode. I just wanted to say thank you to everybody because it was a really big step for me to do this show. You know, trusting myself to do the show by myself in the pilot episode. I know some of you were wondering why it was only like, what, 18 minutes? That was a prelude, not a quaalude, a prelude. It was just a little, you know, intro. I didn't want to give too much because I didn't want it to be too long. But the fact that a lot of people wanted more let me know that I'm doing the right thing. And I'm really excited about this episode because this is a guest that I feel is so near and dear to my heart. Her name is Bernadette Price. She is the wife to the legendary Sean Price, and she's going to be joining us in just a moment. But before that, I just wanted to, you know, talk to you guys about my week. My mother's birthday was on Tuesday. So shout out to my mommy. I don't know if she want me to blow it up, but because she's always blowing up my age, I'm sorry, mom, you're going to have to live through this. She's 59 years young, so she's not 60 yet. So I feel like, I, you know, it's a milestone because, you know, it's another year, but it's not 60, it's 59. So, you know, another year, we're really, you know, happy to have you here. You did have a heart attack, but I caught her smoking a cigarette the other day. And I just felt like, damn, didn't Jesus try to take you? And you just going to go light up another stick? Like, you didn't care? But I know that it's hard to quit smoking, so I don't, you know hate her for it. I do understand that it's a struggle and then she is trying her best. But mom, oh mom, if you wanted to make it to 60, I'm going to need you to try a little bit harder, just a little bit. But you know, if you're listening right now, kisses to you and anybody who is listening that wants to send some love to my mom, feel free to do so. You can hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at Miss Lisa Knows. That's two S's. It's not Lisa. We're clearing all of that up with this show. And uh, speaking of moms, y'all know I am one. But my daughter has been gone for the whole summer. And while I've been enjoying it, I miss her. And she called herself visiting me. And she came in for one day. Like, I think I gave birth to Beyonce. Like, I, I'm no longer Miss Lisa. Like, I'm Miss Tina. Like, she came in. She... Uh, I guess hung out with me. It didn't really feel like she hung out with me. It felt like a moment because she was like sharing time between me and my mom and my dad because I took her to a family barbecue and I didn't really feel like she was into me. I feel like she was kind of like over me. So as I like tried to get into her life, she was too busy. She had her cell phone now. She's eight years old and she has a cell phone. 
I don't think that was a good idea. I told her dad I thought it was a bad idea. I don't think a child should have so much access to the internet. Like, she has a smartphone. Like, I was like, let's get her Obama phone. This is before, you know, the other president, because that's not my president. Before y'all president got in, my president, Barack Obama, was handing out phones. So I was like, if we gonna give her a phone, let's give her a phone that we could, like, control. Not, like, a computer in her hand. Like, I'm scared that she Googling dick. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I just know these new kids, they learn words from their friends, and then they just start doing things. But nonetheless, she's been with her dad the whole summer. I miss her so much. She came in for one day, saw me, and dipped back out to Pennsylvania. And I just wanted to, you know, spread the love. And like I said, I want to use this platform to be more open about what I have going on. So if you're a single mother... Tweet me. Let me know what I should be doing. I don't want to just be out here dotting and bopping. Like, what are you doing in the meantime when your children are not around? Are you reading new books? Like, what books are you reading? Are you checking out movies? I have been vegging out. I know you. What y'all call it? I don't. Y'all don't call it vegging out. Y'all call it. Uh, what do they call it? A uh, binge. You call it binge watching. I call it vegging out because I sit on my couch like a vegetable and I don't move. Binge makes it feel bad, and that's why I don't like the word because binge feels like you're overdosing or you're doing too much of and it's like I like this show and if it got 3,000 seasons and I ain't seen all of them I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna veg out veg feels good because vegetables are good for you so I've been vegging out and I've been watching power of course um this last episode gave me everything that I needed and y'all know the new episodes come out on Sunday so if you didn't watch it by now, I don't know what you're doing in your life, but hopefully you know, and I'm not spoiling anything for you, but this week was everything I needed. Yes. Oh yes. Ghost is out of jail. It took all of five episodes. You know, they only going to give us eight. So we only got three episodes of him out of jail, but he finally got out of jail because Hojala, I mean, Angela, Angela finally took the stand and stood her ground and stopped being the lion Latina that we knew she was. Because y'all know hell have no fury like a woman scorned. And I feel like Angela Ben knew that Ghost was innocent, but she was letting her bitterness get the best of her. But finally, she knew that she couldn't let it, let it happen any further, and she took the stand. So he's out of jail. But before he left prison, he killed... Charlie Murphy, which was, it was bittersweet for me because rest in peace, Charlie Murphy, like, you know, just looking at him look different than the Charlie Murphy that we all remember, like the full face, you know, uh, deep tone Charlie Murphy. He looked like, you know, a little more, um, he's like a little thinner. So it just is sad to look at it, but he did such a great job playing that asshole cop that when ghost killed him, I was like, yes. And no, simultaneously, I was like, kill his ass. And then I was like, no, no. Cause now ghost is officially a cop killer. Like you officially are a cop killer. Like before it was like, no, no, he don't, he don't do that. No, he only kills bad people and sells drugs. But now it was like, uh, uh, he out here knocking niggas out with, with weights and then changing his clothes. Like the way they cleaned it up was so good. But 
I just hope that that doesn't come back to bite him in the ass later on. Notori, who plays Tasha on Power, gave birth to her baby in real life. She had a baby girl. So, you know, let's just take a moment to say congratulations to her. Because I thought in my mind, and I still feel like they could still do it, I felt like they was going to write her pregnancy into the script, which would have been real ill because we don't never see that third baby no way. So she just would have had another baby that we don't never see, just like Beyonce do. And then it just would have been like, oh, another mystery baby. Like, what's going on over there? I wonder, I wonder. But that's not what's going on. But what is going on today, children? <sighs> just when you thought everything was going to be good at the end of the damn episode, they kidnapped Tyreek ass again. Is that his name? Tyreek, oh my God. I feel like they're going to kill him because you know 50's good for killing somebody's son, his own son. He don't care. So I feel like it's possible that he might just be on a killing rampage and he might just murk Ghost's son. I feel like they're going to stretch it out and they're going to kill him around season four. They're going to stretch this kidnap shit out. You know Ghost ain't got no money because they uh, froze his assets. And then Tasha went and called the white man. And you know, I was like, that ain't real. Ain't no black woman just going to call no white man after her man got... Like, we going to consult first. You ain't gonna just call him and you don't know if Ghost got stash money that he couldn't talk to you about on the jail phone. Like, damn, bitch, you being extra hasty. It must be your hormones and that's why I need them to write her pregnancy into the script because it would make sense for her to be making these irrational fucking phone calls before he even... You ain't even smell him, his neck yet. Like, he ain't even get home from jail yet and you already calling the next man for money? Like, damn. You don't know what he got. You know Angela gonna hold him down, let him hold something. Like, let him let him do what he do first before you just start making hasty decisions. And I was, I, I want all the ladies watching Power to take that little gym. Like, don't just be making hasty decisions. The same way we don't want our men to just be doing things without us knowing, you gotta, you know, treat the man how you wanna be treated. Unless he's Usher. Because then he out here allegedly handing you herpes, and you don't want that. So that's alleged. It's alleged. And I just feel like I have to talk about it because I love Usher, you know? And I'm not even trying to come for his head with this, but at the end of the day, they saying that it's public knowledge that he settled out of court on a herpes case. And it's like... Yeah, yeah, I understand that, you know, 99% of the world got herpes, but you just hoping that the other 1% is the celebrities and none of them have it. And if they did, you would want them to, you know, make a statement. Or, I, I just want Usher to tell me something. Like, you really letting it burn, my G? Like, what's going on? Like, I just want to know. But I do know that allegedly the woman who is saying that she got the herp from Ush is... His ex-wife, Tamika friend, well, her old friend. So this bitch, yes, I'm calling you a bitch, was in the wedding, was in the wedding, was dipping and dabbing with her friend's husband and ended up contracting herps. Now, if that ain't a cool case of karma, I don't know what is. But I don't know, matter of fact, if it's karma as much as it is stupidity. Because allegedly in the documentation, she's saying that when she went to have sex with him, something green came out. Child, the shaft. And come on, come on. The sh uh, something green and you still kept going with the party? Girl, 
So I just feel like in order for us to like really understand what's going on, Usher, you're going to have to make a statement. Like we need to know you don't have to call, but you do need to have like a, one of your people's hit TMZ up. Like, you know, somebody that's representing you or your PR person. I just feel like for the fans right now, Silence is not golden. Silence is making me feel like you you hurting right now. It's making me feel like it's things going on in that pants. Like, you got the fire crotch. And I just, you know, I don't want to feel like that. Because Usher's songs are so sexual, right, that you just start feeling like, damn, like, when he starts singing certain songs, like, you feeling like, is it uh, something else going on? But, but I don't want to do that because I don't know if he's down with Illuminati and I got to get home after this. So I don't want to get too wild with that. I don't want to get too wild. I just don't. I just don't. But I do want to talk about the wildness that was insecure. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Insecure is back on. Sundays are lit. Sundays are the new Fridays because now you're going to catch me in front of somebody television watching Insecure and Power and Game of Thrones for you Game of Throners. Like, I'm not... Watch the throne. I don't. But if you do, Sundays are lit. Insecure was everything I could have wanted in season two, episode one, and more. Issa, Issa, Issa. Black women, stand up. Like, you deserve a round of applause. And my girl, Kiara, she did have a, a launch event for for Insecure, which I'm going to try to convince her to make happen, you know, weekly so we could pop in and watch it together with all the girls. You can follow her at Breakup Glow Up. She's been doing a lot of support with the show, and she does a lot of great things. So, women, let's all come together and talk about Lawrence ass. Right now, if you're not familiar with Insecure... I'm sorry, but you need to get familiar. You need to go veg out and watch what's going on because... Issa, who before when we left off, Issa was going through some things as all black women. Well, I'm talking from the black woman because I feel like y'all white women, y'all been getting married for years. So y'all don't know. Y'all don't know. But us, we we out here trying to date. We out here trying to, you know, strive for our careers. Some of us have children. And this in this case, she doesn't. Now, before we left off, Issa was at a crossroads where she was trying to figure out if she really wanted to be with Lawrence or if she didn't. And in the process of trying to figure out, she needed to let her vagina help her. So she had sex with somebody else. And I feel like that is what let her know that she didn't want that other guy. Like, she needed to dip into it, scratch that itch, as she put it, and then get back to business. And... Because she's stupid, she didn't know how to play her card. So she went to a work function, and the guy was there that she had cheated with. Her boyfriend was there. And instead of her ignoring him, because you know me, I'm good to delete a dick. Like, sometimes you just need to just let them some things happen and just keep it moving. She didn't do that. She let everybody know that she was with this guy, including her boyfriend, because he noticed the body language. And then at the end of episode, I'm sorry, at the end of season one, he deaded her. So now he's with a new girl. She's out here trying to get back into the dating pool. It's looking real scarce. And I felt that's where I felt like the... The, my heart was like, that's how I feel. When you out here dating these men, especially if you're using dating apps, which I've never used, I've never met someone from the internet, not Facebook, not MySpace, not Mi Gente, Black Planet. I feel like it's a little weird. Like, I'm still stuck in the in the time where meeting people on the internet means that they're sketchy and weird. I'm not down with the swipe left because I still feel like you're going to get tricked. Like They're using their best photos. They're taking their 
friend's bio and just changing the name. Like, you don't know who you're meeting. So here she is at this table dating all these different guys, trying to get over the man who she really loves. And I'm like, yo, I feel your pain. Meanwhile, he's out here with his new chick who you could tell he don't really love, but he's using her as a ladder to get to the next level of his emotions. But then when he came over to pick up his mail, what he ended up doing? Having sex with Issa. And that's where she lost her power. So now we're trying to figure out what's going to happen in this next episode. And I'm super ecstatic for that. I don't want to get too much into it because I just feel like I wanted to build. Definitely appreciate everything that Issa Rae is doing as far as production, being a black woman, producing her own content, being a black woman that's breaking stigmas, breaking stereotypes, highlighting other black women. And it's not like you're mixed women. It's women that look like us, like bitches that have kinks, Edges, not baby hairs. It's a different kind of a woman. And I feel like it takes a certain kind of a person to break those stigmas. So kudos to you. And Issa's homegirl, by accident, like they was handing out checks. And you know how it is on check day. Like you, you know she needed to get that wig tightened. She gets her check. She opens it up. And she's under the assumption that she got a bonus or something like a bonus. She flips the check over. And it definitely got some white man's name. And I just feel like... That is one of the biggest problems in not just the media industry, but just the world in general. Women, but mostly black women, we getting shafted when it's time to get paid. Like, damn, we out here raising children. You putting all our husbands in jail. We raising y'all kids, too. Can we get an extra coin? Like, and how do you address that? I feel like I feel like she she shouldn't even say nothing. Like, it feels like if she says something from the looks of it, they're going to send her off to that other office in Chicago when she's going to be really sad. So it's like, women, like, how do we figure out a way to monetize our talents and get the same, you know, compensation that men get? Like, how do we do that? What is going to happen for us to be appreciated where we deserve? Like, I need extra money. So... You got to learn how to negotiate in the beginning. Like, aim high and then negotiate low. Don't take shorts. This is not the year to take shorts, ladies. We going to learn this from Easter Ray and her homegirls. Like, if you have to, go through them checks and see. Nah, don't really go through them checks. But <laughs> no, you can't discuss, like, your rates at your job. But figure out a way to make sure that you're happy because you don't never want to have to go through somebody else. Check to figure out that you're not making enough money. Tweet me or Instagram me. Send me an email, mislistenos at gmail.com. If you're at work and you feel like you are underpaid or overlooked, unappreciated, let me know about that. I want to talk about these issues. I definitely want to go into break right now because when we come back, I have Bernadette Price coming in and I feel like that's going to be an interview to remember. It's your girl, Miss Lissa Al. Don't forget this episode is powered by Treble Sound Entertainment. Go to their website, treblesoundent.com, and if you lock down two or more hours, you get one free. And don't forget to let them know Miss Lissa sent you. And we're back. Sitting with me is the beautiful symbol of strength, a lovely woman. I feel like we're family. For the people that don't know, can you please introduce yourself? I'm Bernadette Price, Sean Price, um, wife. He is a legendary rapper. He's a lyricist. Um, he was in, what, Helter Skelter, mm-hmm. Fab Five, Brooklyn mm-hmm. Representer, 
Sean the Barbarian. <laughs> for uh, let's just name a few. Um, I met Mrs. Price a long time ago. Well, not even a long time. I'm saying a long time. Like we've been old friends. That's how it feels, though. That's really how it feels. It feels like I I, right. I know you. And I, when I when I when I'm next to you, when I talk to you, you have this tremendous strength. And I met you because we wanted to do a tribute for your husband. Yes. But I just feel like behind every great man is an even greater woman. And a lot of the mm-hmm. times we get shafted because we allow the spotlight to be given to that male figure. And with him passing, I know that you're carrying on his legacy, but I feel like little do we know, most likely you've been carrying this legacy <laughs> because it takes a strong woman to hold a man down in order for certain things to happen mm-hmm. in their lives. Right. So I just wanted to like, you know, give you the floor and allow people to get to know you a little bit more because I just feel like you're so amazing and you're Thank so you. inspirational. So if your story did this for me, I know <laughs> that it's going to do so much more for other people, but mostly like women. I just feel like we need to do this for the women. Like the girls need to know that you are great. So <laughs> you're, you. this is about Sean and his legacy, but really I just wanted to tap into who you are. Okay. Okay. Growing up as a little girl, you're from Brooklyn. I was, um, yeah, I'm from Brooklyn. Um, my maiden name is McPherson. Okay. Are you Caribbean? No. Just like a... I'm African-American. Okay. <laughs> what did you aspire to be? A nurse. Um, but, of course, things got switched. Right. You know, real you, life situations right. happen fast. Okay. How did you meet Sean? We grew up together from the same projects and Brownsville projects. In Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. You guys, like, were, like, oh, old friends, or was you, like, walking down the block, and he just, like, scoop a yeah. <laughs> Like <laughs> No, he used to hang with a guy in my building, and, and he would come through and see him, and that's how we got to meet. And from there, we built friendship. And Were you guys, like, teenagers? Yeah. So it was, like, teenagers. a teenage love that kind of, like, built to some But more. we wasn't that at first. Right. But, you know, friendship and... All that building. Was he like a romantic kind of guy? Like, like he just seems so like, like, like stern. But you have the kind of energy that can like make anybody like um, smile. So like when he was with in a, you, in the beginning, um, you know, it's it's like homies, best friends. We both was rough, right? You know, I I didn't like the calm, settled. Like I like a, rough. <laughs> So, that he was. What was so. a date like for like the two of you? Like when you like were we hanging out. Go to out the with... movies, okay. watch Game Bang movies. <laughs> <laughs> you was his ride and tie. So he just came. Yeah, I was young. Yeah, I mean, was he already rapping? Um, he was doing a little something, something. What about you? Know, you? Cause I heard, beginning. I heard through the grapevine you was doing a little bit of music too. No, I only started doing things when he passed away to hold him down. Right. You know, um, I knew about it. I've, I've always been a hip-hop lover since young. Right. Um, you know, watching Hot Track, listening to the radio, and running over there on my little recorder. You know, I've always been into it. So, um, you know, he wasn't quite in the door yet, but he was like, oh, what you think about this? Right. I'm going to be a rapper. You going to still be with me? I'm like, yeah, why not? Do you feel like you had to put your your stuff on hold to <clears throat> like help push his dreams forward? Mm, I wouldn't say. Um, you know, when I became a mother, everything changed. You know, when we had our first kid. How many children do you have? I have three children. So how old were you when you had your um, first baby? I was 21. Okay. So 
you know, you got to learn quick. And what you about know? him? Was he, like, um, very hands-on, or was he still doing more of, like, um, working and In the beginning, everything was cool, you know. And then he turned it to the, you know... <laughs> So the industry kind of like the took over a little bit. Kind of like took over. Was he like getting more groupy love and um, like what, or was it more of just like working was taking over? That's um, you know, the groupy hard, love. Right? You know, you, I feel like I mean he is a work in progress. Right. Um, and that's a part you know, of he had to learn the industry. Like, do you feel? Well, like, of course. I mean, if you if you listen to one of his interviews, he says. Um, you know, hip hop will make it seem like it's not cool to have a wife and a family. Right. You know, but I have one. I'm a rep that I'm gonna say it in my rhymes. So to a certain degree, yes. What about relationships in general? Do you feel like um, infidelities and that type of temptation is just something that you have to deal with in order to have a strong relationship? Because you guys were. I still mean, together. you know what? Um, or do you nobody's feel like it was perfect? That did it? No, I mean, it eh, somewhat, yeah. You know, um, no, no relationship is perfect. You know, some some men are are brought up in different ways than others. You know, some experience having a mother and a father and things like that, and then some never even met their father. They probably had you know two mothers or right. just their mother or just their father. So. Um, experience from, you know, you, you learn when you're young and then you grow with it. Everybody don't have that strength to understand, you know, and um, I had that. So, right. you know, it's unconditional love with us. Good, bad, and indifferent, you know, so. And one of his rhymes he mentioned <laughs> that his mother was on drugs. Mm-hmm. Is, was that something that you feel like played a part in your relationship? Like, can we talk a little more about that? Um... You know, yeah, his mom's. You like know, your mom kind of like showed you how to treat a woman and like seeing. His mother didn't and... raise him. Okay. Um, his his um aunt raised him, so that was really mommy. You know, but he always knew his mom. She was close by. She it wasn't like he had to go looking for it. Right. You know, you know, as a child growing up, you wonder and you think. You know, he didn't um find out what was what until he got, like, a little older. And what about his dad? Was his dad in his home? No. And what no. about you? Did you also come from a separated home? Uh, yeah. My yeah. parents were married right. um, while we was young. They didn't last long, so my mom raised us. So you seeing that separation of your family, do you feel like that, like, made you want to make sure that your family um, stayed together no matter what? Yeah. I mean, to a certain degree. I mean, you can't hold nobody where they don't want to be held. Right. But, you know, nowadays, if a person is going to be there, they're going to be there. And if they're going to go, they're going to go. Not everybody could deal with a lot of situations. It's how much you willing to put up with. Right. And that's the bottom line. So you guys got together as children in 1994. <laughs> what was he up to? Like, so he wasn't doing music yet? No, he was. He was holding down Buckshot, right. I believe, going around, you know, little things in between, selling drugs. And he was in a, like a, it was like a lot of groups, right? So Helter Skelter was his own, because I'm trying to like, for the people that it's, don't it's, know, it's like how was the umbrella? Click. So the boot camp clip is boot the... boot camp click, which contains of... Duck Down. It, they on... Duck Down is the label. Okay. And then you have Helter Skelter, 
which is rockness, rock. Then you have Smith & Wesson, which is tech, still. Okay. Then you have OGC, which is Top Dog, String, and Louisville. And then Sean was his own entity? Like, he was just, like, a solo? I mean, yeah, after a while. Right. He did come out and start solo. Okay. So now, um, do you feel like in in his passing, are they, like, holding you down? Like, how does it work with you pushing forward with his legacy? And are you, like, the overseer of it all? Or is it, like, like how does it work? Do they feel like they know him more than you because they were on the road? Because I feel like, you know, men with their egos. Like, so, like, what is it like for you? Because you're just trying to, like, you know, feed the babies. Um, no, no, no. Those are my brothers. Like, um, all of us is from Brownsville. Right. Except Tech and um, Buckshot. Um, but everybody else is from Brownsville. So it's just like a So we all family. grew up together. Yeah, it's like all family. DJ Logic, all, all of us, they sisters, my sisters, we all... Y'all still all live, like, near each other? Because like, I know you told me No, before, like, everybody... I mean, we not that far. He never wanted to move out of um, the area, right? He wanted to stay in Brooklyn. Mm, no, we, we attempted, you know... Things happen and whatever. Um, but all of us grew up together, so the the guys is always there. Like I know them as well. Right. You know, um, whenever I need help or I need, they there. How do know? you guys like you know come together in order to like preserve like his legacy? Like when it comes to like like new projects, are we working on some more music? I know you guys have like the the dolls and you have some like attire and stuff. But like, mm -hmm. how do you guys collectively like you know make these ideas happen? Um, you the the whole Duck Down team. Um, you know their staff and. Anyway, put their thoughts together. And, you Is it know, ever anything he, that he, they that they try to get you to do, and you're like, no, Sean would never <laughs> do no, that. No, um, you know what's funny? Um, he been on Duck Down for a very long time, so him and Drew High and, and Buckshot, they all had a very close relationship. Like, like brothers, it's, it's deeper than music with them. You know, so they know him. They know what he'll go for and what he won't go for. Sean liked to be funny at the same time he would be serious. So, you know. What did he think about the state of hip-hop, like, <laughs> <laughs> prior to? That's a question that you never asked him. Right? <laughs> really? He would, would, would he get upset or just turn like, like a whole mile? Nah, he'd get upset and be like, yo, come on, I'm answer this question like 30 times, 40 times already. You know, um... Well, what did you feel about the state of hip-hop? And what do you feel about it now? I mean, you know, I don't want to throw nobody under the bus. I mean, no, I'm not, I'm not going to drop no names because it's never that serious. Right. Um, I mean, the youth could be guided a little better, you know. You feel I like your generation up, dropped the ball? <laughs> I don't know what my job Our mentors led us astray. Like, you didn't know? You don't feel like that a little bit? Did he? I mean, He didn't uh, teach us enough. He told us to take that. Population control. Yeah. Is all I could blame for everything that's going on. Even with Sean, with his music, sometimes I feel like he was too lyrical for his own good. Like, did you ever feel like he was too, like, sometimes you have to dumb down? What did you, what did you do oh, in yeah, order he, to, like, he, reach the masses? He definitely and, had to dumb down. Because he was a very, like, he could rock with, you know, the nerds. Mm -hmm. And he could rock with the street guys. Or he could be over there with the big head scientist people. Um, He loved to read. He did comic books. You know, he was a smart individual. But in this thing right here, like, a lot of people, I'm not going to say they don't want to learn, but nobody want to hear you, like, 
Right. Because even now with, um, like, Jay-Z dropping this new album, like, he's even going more in a conscious yeah, direction, you know? He he definitely yes. did. I mean, people respect certain things when it comes down to music. I don't even know. Like, I can't. There's <laughs> no directing. Right. Because when you try to point a person in the right direction, it's like you hating on them. You yeah, know that what is saying? a new so, thing. I feel like whenever you disagree... Instead of people like allowing people to just agree to disagree, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you're, you're being a hater. Yeah, or, you, you can't have an opinion. Right. Like, everybody's supposed to be entitled to their opinion. But it's not really like that, you know, or they take your words and they twist your words up. So that's why me, I don't speak as much. Yeah, you are, like, um, <laughs> really, like, reserved and very, like, observant. Um, yeah, I don't... Does, do you guys still have, like, more music, like, that you're going to be definitely. putting out? Definitely, yes. Okay. Definitely. That's definitely going to go down. And where can people, like, buy some of the music or get any of, the, like, the um, memorabilia? Or you still have the bobbleheads? Yeah, we still got bobbleheads. I mean, um, duckdown.com. You could, you could, you know, shop duckdown.com. Go there, order. Um... We got Imperious Rex about to drop August 8th. I think Absolute the next high. generation might actually be Sean Price's baby girl. <laughs> she knows. She, your daughter is a superstar. Um, how old was she when when her dad passed away? Um, five. So she has like vivid memories and all of that stuff. She was angry because a lot of them is starting to like fade away. Right. You know, besides, you know, her being able to um look on the the, the internet right. and you know, she remembers like little things, but she ain't gonna forget. Right, because nobody's gonna <laughs> allow her to. Um, does she ever like bring up like things that she does remember, like little memories, like what is her yeah, like, what she about has... when she's on stage with him, right? Like is that one of her fondest memories? Yeah. It's one of her fondest memories. She she talks about him all the time. You know, she gets into her mode. And... Did you decide to name her after him, or was that his thing? No, I, I let him do that. What about your other children? Like, does he have a Sean? Because I... I... Son, Sean, and... No. Just baby girl, okay. Just just her. I let him deal with her because I dealt with the older ones. Like I said, um, he was being a fool. You know what I'm saying? So I did that. And, and his last one, I was like, you know what? That's you right there. So the older two are, are boys? Mm-hmm. And then the baby girl. That's what usually happens with the man. It takes like a daughter to really let it put. I mean, I was grateful. I, I always said I wanted to go that way. Had the boys first, and then have the girls. So. So what was your home life first. like with him, like being in the um, in the limelight, and you guys, you being more the homebody? Like, how did you deal? Well, in the beginning. Um, like I said, at the beginning of our relationship, I always worked. I worked for New York City Housing Authority from 93 to all the way about 2008. Right. It was time. He wanted me to sit down and, and be That's a mother. What, child. And a wife. I need for the new man <laughs> to take note. Like, it's cool. And the women, <laughs> women throw it up. But if you want me to lay home and stay home and take care, I'm going to do it. I want to be a cap a little bit. I mean, I, you know, I was. Did you want to or did you fight it? At first, I was fighting it <laughs> because that's not something I'm used to. When you always on the go and right. you used to getting up every morning, and it was hard in the beginning. But then I understood. I worked through the first two two pregnancies, and I was like, "Nah, I'm not gonna do that this pregnancy." You know, because the the second pregnancy came kind of quick, and that's because I was working and moving around, right. and you know. So with the third one, I was like, "All right," he was like, "You gotta sit down. I want you to enjoy this one, like." You know what I'm saying? So it worked out. I said, you know, you got to work harder. 
<laughs> <laughs> so now did you um now that he is gone, like how do you how do you get back into the swing of it? Like what is the day to day like for Bernadette Price now? Like, cause I, I'm telling you, like when I see you, like you have like a great spirit, in it, but I still do feel like you know at the end of the day, I feel like you lost your best friend. So it's just like, oh yeah, how do you like keep it pushing, and how do you mm. like how? Like, it's 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 hard. It's hard. You know, I'm still. I wouldn't say that I'm not depressed because I am, but right. I know that I gotta keep moving. And I know I have my daughter who's watching and, you know, people who um, speak good things and try to help me to cope and keep going. Right. I understand death, and I know that nobody's going to be around forever. Right. You know, I know I got to keep going, so I do it. So now, but, like, in, in, the, in the wake of things, like, how do you, like, how are you, like, maneuvering? Like, do you have, like, counseling or... Cause I just no, feel like when it comes I, I to mental counseling. health, like I feel like black women, we conditioned to just make it happen and just keep it going and don't really <laughs> tap into our feelings. Like you know, we we're not allowed. We just have to keep it going. Like Mama made miracles every th- Thanksgiving. What, what what Tupac said, just like we just have to make it happen. So rarely do we get to like do like self checks. Like so, just like you, just keep just keep. I it just moving keep it moving, it. keep going. Um, no, I didn't do, do you have counseling. Like moments, like, at home and, where you just like, yeah, I have crying. a I have a whole lot of moments at home. I'm I'm not gonna say I don't. I do. It's just that nobody can really help you. you I don't, don't care what you, you like. Call like, do you have like a? I call people. I talk to people. That's not gonna solve my feeling though. Right. Like you know, you feel okay for the moment, but at the end of the day, it was just you and that person. They wasn't there, so that's the 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 mental of it. Getting used to being alone. <laughs> do you feel like that's where you have to stay? Like, do you feel like you'll ever be at a place where you would want to move on? Or mm. you probably can't. Like the the whole hip hop <laughs> world gonna be scrutinizing your damn relationship. You have to keep it on a low low. But like right. for your own, like you know, do you feel like <laughs> that was something that you, you could mm. do? Or? Uh, do you have to come to terms with being alone? I mean, yeah. I mean, baby girls I have fast it. and just like, make sure she's going to be in college. This is a genius. And it's just like, then what? I don't know. You know what? I deal with too much to 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 think that an, another individual will be able to Handle comfort you? that. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> it took Sean the Barbarian to handle Miss Miss B. <laughs> nah, I, I was always a good girl. You no, but it's just like, like a strong personality. That's what it is. He, on the other hand, he is something else. You know. So with you guys, instead of it being opposite to track, <laughs> you feel like because you guys were so alike, it kind of brought you together. Yeah, I'm a fighter. Like like you know, uh, so. <laughs> you was out here dragging bitches in the nineties. <laughs> what what you trying to say? <laughs> You tell us your hands is on point. I I didn't doubt that for one second. I really you didn't. know, man. I really really didn't. So you nah, but I mean, I I don't give up easy. Right. I'm not a. I don't throw in the towel just that quick, especially not for something that I love. That goes with anything. Friendship. So you feel like love should be worth fighting for. 
I mean, yeah, because nobody ain't perfect. If you're looking for something perfect, you're going to die trying to find How did you guys wait know for that? that you, like, how did you know that he was the one? Mm, well, for me, when I, I can't just leave a person alone, can't just walk away or, you know, you, you go away for like six months and you be like, you know what, I got to call him. <laughs> <laughs> like when you love a person they they always gonna be on your mind right you know you never not gonna think about them you know and you know the crying and uh you know when they say certain things and you feel every emotion of everything <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's being lost in this in this new love like this new love is like Swipe to the left, swipe to the right. Like I don't really know what what's going on out here. Like, I'm so out know. of the loop. Yeah, just a I can't wild. even tell you. Like <laughs> with different individuals, I have a, is that the game? Like is is he playing me? <laughs> because I've been in a committed relationship. Right. I don't know nothing about texting and, and, and this and stuff out here. Yeah, this the, new technology. The, the, I don't know nothing about it. I mean, I I see things, you know, but. Me on hand with it? Nah. Do you always feel like feeling with you? All the time. Like, have you ever All had a moment where, like, something time. fell or, like, and you just, like, Sean's bothering me? Mm, all the time. Because I know you have those kind of, like, premonitions and stuff. Mm, all the time. Like, he's right here. Unfinished business. What know? do you feel like people don't know about Sean that you would like for the him, to, like, for people to know about him? Mm. That he was a hard worker. <laughs> I feel like with him, I feel like he was so lyrical. And I also feel like he was right about to hit the mark. Like, yeah. it was just about to happen. He was when ahead he of his to, time. Yeah, he was. But he didn't care for all of that. Like, the fame. He just, you know, he did it because that's what he loved to do. Like, you couldn't catch him focusing on being an, another, doing something else in life. You know, in the beginning, he was supposed to, he went to school to be a mortician. He was in college. A mortician? And he dropped out of that because he wanted to rap. He said to take care of dead people. He wanted to kill rappers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he killed them. <laughs> he, killed, he wanted to kill rappers. That's crazy. I don't think I could he ever do that. Thing. Do you think you could do that? Like, death scares me. That's one of my biggest fears. Like, dead people, Girl, death. Girl, no, and... it shouldn't. It does. Because you never die. Like, your, your physical appearance dies. Your soul will live forever. But the energy keeps going. Yeah, keep yeah, that's going. one of my biggest fears. Something I'm always <laughs> try to come to terms with since I, I was a child. Like it's just something that always scared me. So, nah, that's you know I think that's what bothers a lot of people. Like they don't. It, it's hard to to deal with because I think most of it is just you just missing them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like when people is sick, I wouldn't want you to stay here and you sick. That's selfish. I would want you to go because. That's the only way you're going to be able to, you know what I'm saying? I don't wish for that. I'm not the person that's going to keep you on the respirator for three weeks. And right, just because you want to still that's see that selfish. That's, that's selfish. That's selfish. But to each his own. I don't want to. What is the biggest lesson you've learned throughout this whole, like, <laughs> this whole ordeal? Like, from the relationship, even in passing, like, what do you feel like is the biggest lesson? You never really know people until a person dies. That was my biggest lesson. You know, people change. Right. And it's okay. That was a man that we lost. Right. He wasn't, you know, he didn't bite his tongue. And, you know, he tried to see good in people. 
If he didn't like you, he told you. If he did, he dealt with you. He always cared about his friends, his family. Right. But, like I said, people change. What do you want people to remember about Bernadette Price? Like, the legacy that you are building. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That, um, I guess you could say, love don't stop when a person dies. That's true. I definitely see that in you. And I just, I'm telling you, like, you are so strong and you just make me feel like, because I I just feel like, you know, I had a certain of a life as well. Like, my mother was Mm -hmm. on drugs. Mm -hmm. I just had to make things happen. And I, I feel that in you, like, when I see you, I just feel like this, this resilience and this... You gotta be strong. Yeah, like, like, I tell people all the time, like, I know plenty of... Um, I even had family members, you know, the, the mothers, you know, drugs and stuff like that. I mean, you, you, you try to block it out, but you can't when it's your parent. You know what I'm saying? But you, you should always learn from it and take a, that lesson, like... This is not what I want to do. I know how I felt, so why would I want to feel that way or even put my kids through something like that? Right. That, to me, should be not walk behind in their footsteps. You understand what I'm saying? Because that's that's selfish. Like, you don't have to do that. That's not, you know what I'm how saying? How come your but... kids don't do music? Like, are your sons, <laughs> they, they don't want to rap? Like, none of them singing? No? Um, no. The middle child, he likes dancing and, okay. and stuff like that. But the oldest, nah, he don't like attention. This is why he's not on my Instagram as much or my Facebook. Neither one of them. They don't... Only Sean Price cares about that. <laughs> <laughs> Do they understand the legend that their father was? Of course. Okay. But they, you know, know like he said, at home, I'm a father and I'm a husband. I leave that rap shit outside. You know, they not, that's their dad. You know, no matter how much people come up to them and, oh, your father was a legend. You know, they missing the dad. They not thinking on legend-wise. That's not what I think. Like, I know what he did. I accept it. I honor it. I stood by him, and I helped him get through a lot of things. But I still lost a husband. Right. And a father. My kids can't get that back. In the song, And So, is a line where he says, I hate the life I'm living. Don't <laughs> don't believe me? Ask my wife and my children. Do, what do you think he meant by that? The, by um, the, like, the, the struggle right. of trying to be where you want to be in the music industry, the ups, downs, the highs, the lows, the fake friends, the bullshitters, the thieves, the roaches, the creatures, the creatures, everything in the book. I mean, you, you have to... You deal with that. You know, like I said, he loved the rap. But he hate the industry. Yeah, but the game is rap. How did he deal? Because I know myself. Like, this is oh, something that, that's for it. me, I always feel like, you know, that feeling of being one hit away or feeling like you're right about the strike, you know? And then seeing other people is like, this person, they did what? Like, <laughs> like, how did he deal with that? Or how did he not deal with it? Like, how did he stay focused? Or... Did he have nah, those moments? He, he had a lot of. I wouldn't say it was a, a straight ride in right. the industry. There was always people you want to knock them out or, you know, do something crazy. If he could help it, he walk away. But if not, and it is what it is, you know. And what about you? Like, what role did did you play? Like when he was on the road, and you know. 
were you just always like the quiet as kept in the back just observing or were you like you know how did you how did you have to move um well our our home which is Brownsville, they mm-hmm. all know us. Like, they know him, they know me. Our friends are mutual. So they knew what it was. Like, as far as the world knowing, that was whatever he put out there to let it be known that this is what it is. I always went with him to his shows. I on the side or behind him. Most of the time he on tour, I'm home with the kids. Right. I didn't like flying. I still don't like flying. Yeah, I don't um, like flying either. He... You know, he put up with it because he said, I'd rather go there than to sit here being broke. So I'm going to go. You know, but he been in the game for like 23 years. So it's like you become tired. Right. Your body, you know, it changes. Things get different. And things that were more important to you before become less important. Mm-hmm. It's a growth. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when he was in his young teens and going, you want to try this, you want to be around here, you want to do this, you want to make yourself seen, this, that, and the third. And then... You know, when you fall off and and you learn and you see, then you know how to be when you come back to, and what not to do or what not to accept. So his attitude was, you know, turned into, fuck that. Fuck being humble. I'm better than everybody. You know? You have to have a little arrogance. You have to, like, humility is, is a great um quality <laughs> but it also sometimes gets you shafted because you are you start because you too stern you too real and nobody yeah. wants to uh, I wouldn't say they but certain individuals can't accept um straightforward you know what I'm saying like but you're they a Gemini want you to... Yeah. Well, that's, you know, (laughs) when you're a Gemini, sometimes you're straightforward. What you're saying is straightforward is a dart through someone's heart that they didn't even ask for. (laughs) Like, Geminis always deliver unsolicited advice. It's just like, girl, he cheating, I want to cry on your shoulder, but when I'm crying, you start telling me, but yeah, but remember when he did that, that, you should have picked up on that sign then. And I told you when this and this, and it's like, well, I don't want all of this right now. I didn't ask you for this. Sometimes y'all a little too real and people want. Not me. I appreciate it. But sometimes people are not. But let's take a quick break. Let's take a quick break. And when we get back, (laughs) we're going to have more with the beautiful Bernadette Price. It's your girl, Miss Lissa. Keep it right here. Are you tired of waiting for your homeboys to retweet your mixtape or for your best friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about them bundles? Well, look no further. Right now, I'm running a special for all new businesses started within a year and under. So email me at misslistenknows at gmail.com for details. Al. Back from break, still sitting with me is my sister from another mister. I feel like you're like my oldest sister, Bernadette Price, Al. Yeah. Um, before we went to break, we were talking about the signs, but she already <laughs> knows you are a Gemini, which I feel like is one of the best and worst signs. What was what was Sean's sign? Pisces. A Pisces and a Gemini. Y'all was it was mm-hmm. It was a little, <laughs> it got a little wow. <laughs> he trying to go with the flow. You like, uh-uh, bam, what's the plan? What's the plan? Ain't no go with no flow now. <laughs> But I just wanted to play a little game. I love games. And I want to play a game called The Price of Love. So being that you guys got together in 1994, I just picked a couple of items that a man may bring on a date or take a girl on a date to get. 
and the price in 1994 and then the price in 2017 and we going you going to guess which one is which which I feel like it, these prices are so crazy like the 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 drop you just know what it is okay so that ain't fair a dozen of roses $25 now is that 1994 or 2017 <laughs> 1994 <laughs> ding 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 okay so was he a rose kind of guy like was he hell like, no throw some pet okay let's maybe like, mm-hmm. sprinkle some weed on the pillow like the rose petals we may love the rap music <laughs> 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 okay, so now a price. Um, the roses were the twenty five dollars in nineteen ninety four. Now a dozen of roses is, is forty two dollars, and that's Ooh. not when he's calling up the florist and telling them your favorite fragrance, and they wrapping a good <laughs> cellophane paper. That's not that. That's just going to like your local like you know corner store and getting you some flowers for your girl. Mm. Uh, okay, so uh, a movie ticket thirteen dollars and sixty nine cents. Is that 2017 or 1994? That's 1994. No, eh. No, so, right. You're right. It um, was it was it was less than that. Yeah, back then. 1994. That's a what movie it is ticket now. Was Four dollars and eighteen. That's twenty. Cents. Well, let me tell you something. We we ain't do movies. No, y'all was when in the movies. We was, hell yeah. Come on now, five dollars. It's just good to see whatever you, you want. You could sit home. You could smoke. Yeah, lay naked. Roll over. <laughs> and get that fire stick. Get the bootlegs and the fire stick. Where that? <laughs> well, Where the that? bootlegs back in the day was a little like I remember you would stick. No, we like, had a good guy. Okay, because remember the people would walk by the screen. And yeah, like, nah, we had that deep? guy. Yeah, so we're... Like I'm in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> Who that? You watching the movie? Who that? Yeah. Somebody just walked. <laughs> I don't remember those, but yeah, you had industry hookup. You probably had the screening. Nah, movies. nah, not at all. But we had hookups though. Okay, now, I don't know if y'all had a car, but... No, we ain't have a car. Don't worry. Gas price, $1.11 on the gallon. Is that 1994 or 2000? I know. These prices are crazy. 94. Like, that's crazy. Now some gas costs $2.49. This is why we don't get to go nowhere, girl. Ladies, it costs a lot to fill up a tank, guy. You let a man just buy you a metro car and maybe a meal. He wants you some gas get money. You might get a ring. Mm-mm. He need gas. He need gas money. Okay, these days. back then, were you courted or did you feel like y'all was still going half on the on the stuff? Like how was he? Uh, what was it? Like? With me, with me and Sean, it didn't matter if he got it. I got it. If I got it. He had it. That's As how it we was. Be. As it should be. Now, I don't know if y'all had McDonald's, you know, or, you know, but... Back in the days, yeah. $2.19 for a Big Mac. Is that now or then? That was then. Ding, ding, ding. So you got three out yeah. of four. A Big Mac now costs $5.30, <laughs> and the meat ain't even the same. No, it's thinner, and it's disgusting. Yeah. They send you right to the bathroom. They give like you white more lettuce than they do anything else. <laughs> it's a different quality of life. It's a different quality of life. It is life. It's human. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is right. Like, that is right. baby humans. But did you guys go on a lot of dates? Nah, we we. Oh, but a date don't have to be like you know a date for me. I just feel like is getting out of the house with the person you love. It doesn't have to be you know. Expensive. I mean, once we got older, yes, 
But no, y'all wasn't we hanging was out on the young. staircase. Y'all was going to the staircase. Oh yeah, on the bus. we went that was to the staircase. Date, so y'all went to we, on a lot of dates. We did the staircase. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, y'all was courting. What do you feel like um, kept the fire burning in the relationship? Mm, just my strength. Other people would run, and I'd be like, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> you met your match. I feel like. Do you feel like um, women do that now? Like, would you? I need tips. I don't I'm know. I think it out, you know. Mm, women tolerance level is 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 like you know what he did what he cut off right. Like I I always say the woman learns from the man. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be the other way around. That's how it was. When we were growing up. The man was learning from a woman. Right. Basically, because we the nurturers. You know what I'm saying? And if if your son see mommy being a hoe, then he ain't going to respect no female. You right. Diana. You know, back then, we... Um, back then, they, they sheltered everything. These days, everything is exposed. Do you feel like it's ever going to get back to where... Um, <laughs> I hope it do. <laughs> you know, it's more quality... Uh, uh, we or, all doomed if it don't. Right. You know, I mean, it's, you know, me personally, I, you know, to each his own. I, I'm definitely <laughs> going to send you on a blind date and you're going to come back and talk about this because you done lived the life mm-hmm. and now you're here in this new millennium. I'm going to hook you up with a millennial. He's going to be about 25. Come on. They're going to be like, she crazy. And the whole hip hop world <laughs> going to polarize him. I had such a great time. What do you want people to, to do or go to to get some product and buy things or know about you? Before we go. I mean, I want y'all to go to uh, shopduckdown.com. Y'all can get Sean Price things, you know, from music to clothes. So you guys grooming or looking for a talent or? I'm getting ready to get started with that. But first things first, I don't want to overload my brain with things. Mm -hmm. Sean had a few things lined up. He already had artists, um, the villains, um, Elegy. You know, so I'll, I'll be looking in the meantime, you know, but they got to be hard workers because right. some people is not consistent. Some people is just a hobby to them. And when it's a hobby to you, you don't take it serious, then nothing goes nowhere. Right. Let's see what it do. I'm definitely trying to start Ruck Down Records. Well, most definitely going to keep our eyes out for new music from Sean Price. And I know Sean mm-hmm. Price Jr., baby girl, <laughs> is going to be a star shining very very so she has such a winning personality and I really appreciated this conversation with you I feel like you deserve to have you know your own platform where you can just I think you should write a book (laughs) I just feel like you have so much more to offer um not just the hip-hop culture Mm -hmm. but the culture of women both black white of any color like I just feel like you have so much wisdom so I just want to have you tap into that. If you need me, you let me know, sister B. I'm here. I got you. So make sure you guys visit shopduckdown.com to get some of the latest music because the new project is coming out, what, August August 8th? August 8th. August 8th is coming out. We already released three songs. It's pre-order it and it'll be dope. Definitely is going to be dope and they're going to be having a private release, which I'm going to be at and I'm going to give you guys 
all of the play-by-plays and who's going to be in the building. You just never, never, ever know. That's right. There is special invited guests. See? I knew it. I felt it. I just can't wait. I, just, I feel like it's going to be a hologram of Sean Price. Like, you playing. I just know. That's right. He coming out. He is. <laughs> the rebirth. And if not him, your daughter, I'm telling you, she is a problem. Yeah, I'm trying to get her in the spot. She already has such a demeanor. Like, she's ready for it. She's not, definitely anything, ready. Um, and don't forget, behind every great man is an even greater woman. And instead of us only celebrating that male, we have to celebrate the queen that is holding him up. And until next time, I'm your girl, Miss Lissa. And this is my sister, Bernadette Price. Peace. Ow. Ow.